You're listening to Women Making Waves. Anybody who's passionate about what they're doing or a cause that they're involved in gets excited and you can veer off in lots of different directions, which is a brilliant thing because that's how new ideas spark. Hilary Cox Condron is an artist, educator, activist and designer described by Dave Doggett, the ex-chairman of Cambridge United Football Club, as community glue. Hilary uses art to motivate and empower people and galvanise the communities that they live in. Hilary, tell us a little bit about yourself. Were you into art as a child? Yes, I've always been into art, yes. And in fact, I have very few memories of primary school. I have two memories of primary school. The first in my first week there doing a drawing. And then as I was leaving school, one of my primary school teachers telling me that I would be an artist. You then left school and you spent some time in South Africa. Was that the next move uh, or was no, there something that was in between? quite a bit later. So I left school at 16. I, I went to a, quite a typical school, I guess, for for that period, you know, of the of the late 70s, was told not to bother taking my O-levels. Like really? lots of children, you know, sort of quite demotivated in that period by schools, told, you know, that I was a waste of space. Somehow went on to art college from there when I was 16, and that's how I ended up in Cambridge. Moved on to Mill Road, did the illustration course at CCAT, and um, I've stayed. I've been one of those students that stayed. <laughs> I think a lot of people do, don't they, yeah. actually? A lot yeah. of people come here to study and just stay. But I get the feeling that you really love Cambridge. Yeah, I really love Cambridge. Yeah, I love it, and I love that I can give Cambridge to my children as well. <laughs> yes. I yeah. know, it's a great city, actually, yeah. isn't it? Tell us about your stint in South Africa, because that was a bit of a, a life-changer for you, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a big life-changer, so... I went to Johannesburg and my plan was to do some travelling and I just formed this really close bond with a young boy called Johannes who was, I guess, around nine years old and I actually met him in my first week there. I was going to go travelling and I stayed because I was enjoying it so much so I stayed for a year and Johannes and his friends used to come and join him with me when I was, you know, I was painting murals and shop fronts and I used to take a big bowl of rice down to the market and we'd all share it out and make beads and then we'd go and sell beads on the market and I was just having fun and I was having a lot of fun with Johannes and his friends and I didn't think about the impact that it was having at all that wasn't sort of part of my train of thought at all and one day we're all sitting on a curb drinking some lemonade I must have been sitting a little bit further away from them and a man came up and started shouting abuse which was that was nothing unusual you know I was getting death threats for hanging out with them so it wasn't unusual for any of us to get abuse they got a lot of abuse and he was basically saying that they were good for nothing blah 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 shouting at them and one of the little boys opened up his hand and he had one of the beads that we'd made earlier that day and he opened up his hand and he said I'm not good for nothing I made this and showed him what he'd made. And I was like, God, that's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and something it, clicked at that point, presumably. Yeah, it did. It's like, that's what we're doing. That's This is huge, actually. It's huge. Before then, I was working as a designer and an illustrator. And it changed everything about how I thought about art and participation and just the power of art and creating together. And so that's what I decided that I wanted to do, you know, when I came back. And that is what I did. 
Yes. Excellent. That is what I do. You do a lot of things. And, and, and your website is great because it's jam-packed with projects that you've been involved with. Yeah, well, you're right. I'm, I'm sort of all over the place <laughs> doing lots of things. It's fantastic, really, that I have so many opportunities now. My passion is about connecting people. It's about social change and social justice and equality through the arts, the power of the arts, getting people involved, giving people a voice and being able to initiate action through that, whether it's through the conversations that we have in making something or the sort of the the change that you can go through whilst you're making something together or the change that you can initiate through people viewing the outcome. So, yeah, I work with a, a lot of different groups from coordinating projects for city council with young people in schools to jimmies and homelessness to I do a lot of work with Extinction Rebellion. I do a lot of work at Kettle's Yard. I collaborate with a lot of different people and, that, and, and a lot of different projects. And yeah. that's what your website indicates because it's there's just it's jam-packed full of information and full of things that you've worked on and really interesting projects uh, Thank as well. you very much. And I still always think, oh, I must update my website. I must update my website. <laughs> so well, there's more. <laughs> there's more, yeah. There's always more. <laughs> and how do these projects come about? How are they initiated? Well, it's a mix, really. Um, sometimes I'll see an opportunity and apply for it. Sometimes I'll work in collaboration with an organisation or charity to develop a project well, actually, I'm very often involved in developing it, but whether I approach somebody or whether they approach me, we'll apply for funding very often. And that city sort of planted and it grows from there, often in collaboration with other with other artists and other cultural venues as well. I'm really passionate about collaborating, you know, because you know, I like to learn. Mm. <laughs> it's good to well, share. It's good to work with people as well. <laughs> Absolutely. It? It's always a, a new dynamic when you work with different people. Absolutely. And there are so many amazing artists in Cambridge and so many um, people involved in activism and new initiatives you know a, and so the more that we can strengthen the sort of web <laughs> across Cambridge so that we can work together and really collaborate you know the stronger we're going to get and that, that we will be and the greater outcomes that we'll have. And when you start a project do you have an idea of what the outcome is going to be? Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I'm sure I must have had at one point. <laughs> uh, well yes I'll Yes and no. I'll write a project and there will be a lot of scope for changes along the way. And projects are very led by participants as well. But I mean, that sort of depends on who I'm working with, because sometimes there is an outcome, but then we'll find a creative way to produce that. Yeah. It's really interesting when I'm hearing you saying I write a project, because when you think of artists, you kind of never think of them as doing almost business plans but I guess if you're going for funding <laughs> that's almost what you're doing <laughs> I know I know well of course you've got to you've got to think about okay so when, when I talk about a project it's not just the artistic outcome that I want it to have I want to inspire action really and to inspire critical thinking and bring people together so I'm not working in a void you know I'm so then I'm going to have to think about how to reach people and then think about how to facilitate the project really and enable people to be able to feel comfortable to build that project. You know, mm. So really I'm a facilitator in many ways that's sharing skills and facilitating. And I guess in writing that down, it's actually yeah. a really useful thing to do. If, oh, for heaven's sake, I've just started getting... in your own mind. Yeah, I've just started getting excited about logic models. I can't believe it. <laughs> 
Of course. <laughs> oh, yes, I've got a logic model for that for that project. What happened there? <laughs> but you're right, especially if you want an outcome, because anybody who is passionate about what they're doing or a cause that they're involved in gets excited and you can veer off in lots of different directions, which is a brilliant thing because that's how new ideas spark. But if you know what your outcome is or what you want to achieve, you know, what action do you want to achieve, then you can keep relating back to that to make sure that you're, you're, you're doing that, really. Which project, do you think, out of the many that you've done had the biggest impact? The Activate project that I've been coordinating for Cambridge City Council and my Cambridge. So that's a collaborative project with all the museums in Cambridge and the Junction, NAE Theatre, Menagerie Theatre. And we're working with young people at Coleridge, Community College. So quite a small cohort there that maybe don't have access to the arts and culture, don't feel as confident and engaging in it and don't really get into town. So it's about connecting people to the town and learning new skills. But one of the things that I've been able to do through that project and indeed one of the points of the project was to be able to track the changes for those pupils and it's just embedding arts into their lives like that and giving them a sense of place about Cambridge has just really changed, supported every aspect of their lives. And so seeing that and seeing that grow is, well, it's, it's fantastic. It's a, it's a beautiful process to be a part of, even if, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's quite hard too, you know, quite mm. frustrating. But it's, it's, it's had a lot of impact. And then being able to share that impact means that these projects can grow as well, you know, that other people can look at the evidence that we've created and be able to use that to, to do other projects. That's been huge. I've also been... I, I coordinate the arts working group for Extinction Rebellion. I mean, that's that's not a, a job, you know, that's my activism work and campaign work. But you're very passionate about that, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I am, I am. And there are so many fantastic artivists in Cambridge that are Artivists? Yeah, so activist that artists. Term. That's great, <laughs> artivists. Might be a bit made up. <laughs> we no, create. I like that, I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, so been very involved in that and banner making and um, flag making and we have some creative projects coming up as well to keep raising awareness keep finding creative ways and for a campaign like Extinction Rebellion it's really important to have that visual creative side to it you know it kind of works in lots of ways it works to spread the message to get people involved to get people talking about it but it's also very restorative for ourselves to work together and that's also like a really important element of it. You've worked with different media as well, I noticed yeah. from your website. There's been film and mm-hmm. sounds and mm-hmm. art, of course, and mm-hmm. I think theatre as well. Mm-hmm. Which is your favourite? Have you got a favourite medium <laughs> to work with? Or I think it... my favourite is whatever I'm doing at the time. Although <laughs> I'm, I think when you're creating something, like you say, whether it is, whether it's a bit of typography or a huge installation or an animation or a bit of physical theatre, when it comes together, it's the best feeling in the world it's perfect whatever it is when it works it kind of feels like especially when you're working collaboratively it's something that has a life of its own and so whatever medium it is when it comes together and you see it having that shape and having that life of its own develop well I mean that's that's what keeps me (laughs) alive that bit (laughs) I'm actually quite surprised (laughs) you haven't done radio work in fact have you ever considered that you hadn't thought about it (laughs) 
be saying I'm talking a lot. <laughs> no, no, I just mean it's another it's another way of expressing yourself and another way of getting messages yeah, over. You're right. And we were saying that a bit earlier, weren't we, about how actually we we have a lot in common in finding different ways to connect to people and give out messages. Mm-hmm. And part of that for us both, I think, is a genuine interest. Maybe nosiness some might say yes. <laughs> that we're interesting in people, people. Mm-hmm. and listening and getting excited and wanting to share that yeah yeah that's absolutely true if you didn't do this job mm-hmm. what, what else could you see yourself doing if you weren't an artist i can't imagine you doing anything else but what what else do you oh, think you'd goodness. be into that's a tricky question i think maybe something outside building something getting grubby i mean i always wanted to do, be a a dustman, actually. <laughs> a dustman, really. It's a but, very good job. And I'm looking for drivers. But, but it's not the same as when I used to really want to be one, where you had the big clanking bins and you could hang off the the side of the truck and things. That was like, oh, I really want to be able to hang off the side of a truck. So that was what I wanted to do when I was at school. Before I knew that artists could, you know, really work as an artist I guess I wanted mm. to I wanted to do that I wanted to hang off a dust well we part. hope you don't become a dustman because I think <laughs> you're doing a very good job doing what you're doing at the moment <laughs> what's next then well, oh, I know you've projects I've got lots ongoing. of projects on the go mm. so very excited to have just heard that I'm going to be working with a few community groups and um, with the kite foundation to build the punts that are going to be part of Cambridge Pride Carnival Parade more Extinction Rebellion things. And, can I, sorry, I'm just going to interject there to say if anybody would like to get involved in any way with Extinction Rebellion, Google them and go onto our Cambridge Extinction Rebellion website and uh, you'll be able to find the Arts Working Group on there as well if you'd like to join it. But there's lots of different work, working groups, lots of ways to join in, make a difference, have your voice heard, all those things. Activate will continue. I'm also doing quite a few workshops at Kettle's Yard at the moment, which is exciting. I'm going to be doing the... Um, Castle Hill Open Day for them. I'm going to be working with them and I'm doing a few more Oscar Murillo based workshops, which is really exciting. That's who's exhibiting there at the moment. I'm also working with Cambridge Curiosity and Imagination. We're in a field in a sound tent in Histon this weekend with some amazing uh, noises uh, like we've got recordings of like ladybirds climbing up leaves and uh, it's almost science-like, actually, oh, isn't it? It's incredible. I haven't done those recordings. Somebody called William Searle has made those. But we're asking people to listen to them and then have creative responses to them and then explore the local environment, sort of making a fantastical map of Histon and Impington, which is good fun. I'm going to be artist-in-residence for the Mill Road Depot project, which is really exciting. So that's a new build that's on Mill Road. And my role there really is to find creative ways to involve the community, to celebrate Mill Road, to look at how to use the spaces that are going to be coming up there, you know, to, to be a creative and vibrant community. So my art practice is very much about identity and place building as well as art building. And that's that's really exciting. I'm going to be working with a few other artists and history works on there. And I'm also doing some work with the Chisholm Trail, again with history works in Abbey. And we're going to be collecting stories and asking for them to be illustrated, starting in the Abbey area. So we're going to be decorating the hoardings along the Chisholm Trail with young people's drawings of the history of Abbey. So, you know, from the the brickworks uh, and the leper chapel 
to the Stourbridge Fair, we're going to be asking people to illustrate it and share their own personal stories. Oh, and I'm also going to be doing a project with NIE Theatre, a Heritage Lottery funded project exploring the history of uh, Cold War spies. So we're doing that. Well, uh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I know. I know. I have such good fun. I'm lucky, aren't I? (laughs) I'm really jealous. (laughs) I'm lucky. I know I'm lucky. I work hard, though. I work a lot of hours. You do, don't you? (laughs) Yeah, I work hard. It's sort of my life, really. Yeah, it's your your passion, really, by the sound of it. I know that I'm I'm lucky, yeah. I do a lot of projects that people can get involved in. And, you know, I'm always up for lots of collaboration as well. So, yeah, I'd love to hear from people. Come and and join in. Come and join in. (laughs) Well, thank you very much for joining us today and telling us about, well, your life, really. Um, (laughs) Your life through art here. It's been really, really interesting. Thank you very much, Hilary Cox-Gondron. Thank you. And that was Hilary Cox-Condren, community artist and engagement worker, talking to Linda Ness.